You're listening to a message from Redemption Community Church, a life-giving church in Westchester County, New York. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or follow our messages online at redemptioncommunitychurch.org. Thanks for listening and enjoy the message. Well, good morning and Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas day, however you spent it with your family and your friends. And I'm so glad that we can be together this morning online for Christmas at home. Hey, first of all, I want to say a big thank you to all of our team members who are getting a much-deserved day off. They work so hard every Sunday and especially throughout this Christmas season. So can we show some love to all of our Dream Team members in the comments? Come on, give them some heart emojis or something. You guys deserve a day off. I also want to say thank you to all of you for your generosity in the Christmas offering. I know we're so close right now to our our goal of $50,000 because of your giving. So thank you guys so much. I love pastoring a generous church. And I want to remind you, if you have haven't got that in yet, you can still do so. But thanks so much for your giving. And just before we get into the message, I want to invite you to join us next Sunday because we're kicking off our new series, 21 Days of Prayer. Come on, we're going to jumpstart your new year. How many of you are ready to grow spiritually? Well, that's what this series is all about. We're going to get you ready to grow spiritually in this new year. So make plans to join us in person. We'll be back together in person next week or online. Well, according to the church calendar, there's actually 12 days of Christmas, so we can keep celebrating today. We can keep saying Merry Christmas. Speaking of celebrating, that's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about joy. I want to talk to you about joy. You know, one of my favorite Christmas carols is Joy to the World. Think about those lyrics, Joy to the World, the Lord is come, let earth receive her King. I love how everywhere we go this time of year, there's Christmas music playing, and whenever I hear that song playing in a, in a mall or out on the streets, it's just amazing to, to think that the gospel is literally being proclaimed on the streets, like joy to the world, the Lord is come. Come on, church. We can rejoice today because our King has arrived. Most of you know that I grew up in New Orleans, and we're pretty famous for having some really good food, and one of my favorite things that we have down there to eat is a specialty dessert called king cake. We have a picture for you there, but king cake, it's kind of like a cinnamon roll. It's a braided cake, and and it's smothered with icing on top, and sometimes it's filled with cream cheese or a fruit filling, and it's just, trust me, it's good. I'm pretty sure when we get to heaven, we're going to be eating king cake, okay? So it's called king cake because it commemorates the, the three kings, the three wise men finding the baby Jesus. Some of you may have grew up in a more traditional church background, and you know the, the holiday, the holy day of Epiphany. That's what this is all about. So we had these king cake parties during that time of year. But one of the really cool things is, but really cool surprise, inside of every king cake is a little plastic baby that represents the baby Jesus. I know what you're thinking, choking hazard. But everybody in New Orleans knows about this. And so it's really exciting to get the piece of cake and to get the baby, especially when you're a kid. Well, church, I got good news for you. We all won the king cake lottery. Come on, we all got the baby. Our king has arrived, so let's rejoice. Let's rejoice. You know, the whole Christmas story is marked by joy. The angels heralding, the the shepherds worshiping and rejoicing, Mary bursting forth into song when she greets her cousin, Elizabeth, It's like the whole thing's like a Broadway production. And I think if it had a name, Joy to the World would be a really good name for it. In fact, the uh, Christmas prophecies foretold a time of joy at the coming of the Messiah. Let's look at one from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 and 3. It says, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. 
and those living in the land of darkness, of deep darkness, a light has dawned. This is talking about the Messiah. Look at verse 3. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. In other words, when the Messiah comes, there's going to be a time of rejoicing, a time of joy. And then fast forward to the New Testament in the Christmas story. In the Gospel of Luke chapter 2, the angels announced to the shepherds a message of joy at the birth of Christ. Look at it. Luke chapter 2, verse 10. But the angels said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause, read it with me, great joy for all the people. Come on, church. If Christmas is anything, it's a season of joy. Now, I know, I know some of you may not feel that way today. Maybe this holiday season you felt lonely. Uh, maybe this holiday season you, you lost someone and you find yourself really missing them. Maybe you've had some feelings of anxiety, uh, nervous and overwhelmed by, uh, by finances or a health condition, or maybe you just ate too much junk food yesterday and you're a little bit bloated today. Well, that's most of us. <laughs> the question is, is it possible to experience joy when you don't feel joyful? Let me answer that question. First of all, let's not confuse joy with happiness. There's a difference. Happiness tends to be connected to our external circumstances. In other words, I'm, I'm happy when the weather's good outside. I'm happy when my football team wins. I'm happy when I get the Christmas present that I was really hoping to get. It's, it's external circumstances. I'm happy when. But joy is actually produced on the inside of you as a result of the Holy Spirit working in you. In fact, joy is one of the fruits of the Spirit that the Apostle Paul lists in Galatians chapter 5. Joy is a spiritual internal reality. You got to know that today. Joy isn't a feeling. Joy is a spiritual internal reality. Let me give you this example. I don't really like cold weather. You know, I don't mind it so much at Christmas time, but once we get into January, I'm like, okay, enough of this. Bring on spring. I don't love cold weather, and so I, I keep my house pretty warm and toasty. I don't mind paying a little bit higher, you know, bills during the winter because I don't like to be cold. And here's the whole point. The internal reality of my home is different than the external circumstances outside of it. It might be snowing outside, but it's warm inside my house. It might be cold outside, but it's nice and toasty on the inside of my house. Church, you got to get this. Joy is an internal reality. It's not dependent on your circumstances. Joy is about knowing God. It's about trusting him, trusting his goodness, his character, his promises, and experiencing his presence in your life despite your circumstances. Happiness comes and goes based on your circumstances, but joy is an internal reality. You can experience joy despite your circumstances. And so let me give you a few practical ways to embrace joy. A couple simple ideas today. Here's the first one. Number one, practice gratitude. Practice gratitude. You hear me talk about this a lot because I really believe in the power of gratitude. Dr. Brene Brown, who is famous for her research on vulnerability and some of the TED Talks she's done, she, she said this, I will practice gratitude to access joy. Think about that for a moment. Read that quote again. I will practice gratitude to access joy joy. Here's where we get this backwards. We think, I'll be happy when life gets easier. I'll be happy when my problems solve. I'll be happy when I buy that thing that I've really been wanting. But, but here's the reality. The, the secret to lasting happiness, true happiness, joy, is to practice gratitude for what you already have. 
You see, when you practice gratitude, it transforms everything that you already have into a gift. And so I've learned to pray this way. God, thank you for the warm bed that I slept in last night. God, thank you for the roof over my head. God, thank you that I know where every meal is coming from today. God, I I thank you for the clothes on my back. God, I thank you for my health. I thank you for my family, my friends. I thank you for your son, Jesus. Do you see it? Like when you begin to practice gratitude, it transforms everything you have into a, a gift. Christmas is a really great time to focus on all of the blessings in your life. Some of you got some new blessings yesterday. You opened up some really nice presents. It's a great time to give thanks for all the blessings in your life, to practice some gratitude, and what happens is it'll begin to produce joy in your life. Here's the second thing. I just want to give you some practical things you can do today to embrace joy, to experience joy. Number two, embrace childlike faith. Jesus said this in Luke chapter 18, verse 17. Truly I tell you, Anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Now, what does that mean? Well, Jesus knew something. Jesus knew that true faith is childlike faith because childlike faith involves two things, total dependence and full trust. That's how Jesus said we have to learn to trust God, our Father. We have to trust him like a heavenly father with with total dependence, just like a child depends on their parents for food and clothing and shelter. Just like a parent, a parent who's a good parent fosters trust in their kid, we have to trust our Heavenly Father like a child. You know, children know how to trust their parents. When my kids go to the refrigerator, they open the door and they expect there to be food. I, I have no memory of my kids ever asking me, hey, Dad, is the mortgage paid this month? Hey, hey Dad, how much is the car payment? Hey, hey Dad, uh, can we afford this vacation that we're going on? No, no, no. They just trust that Mom and Dad have it covered. They depend on us. And so can I give you... Some really, really simple and easy advice today. Let me just tell you something. Most kids are not worried on Christmas today. The day after Christmas, they're, they're playing with their toys. They're just enjoying being kids. Let me just give you the most simple advice I've ever given you as a pastor. Give yourself a break today. Give yourself a break today. Like, embrace God as a loving, caring, heavenly father. Would you let God be God and you just enjoy being his child? Have some fun today. Go out and be a kid today. Do something fun. Go to the movies and see Spider-Man. Do something. Have a good time today and enjoy being a child of God. Here's the third thing. We're talking about some practical ways to experience joy. Celebrate. Another easy point. Celebrate. Psalm chapter 47, verse 1 says, Clap your hands, all you nations. Shout to God with cries of joy. You got to celebrate. Let me tell you something. Celebration is a form of worship. The psalmist understood that. Celebration is a form of worship. In fact, there are a lot of festivals in, in the scripture, in the Old Testament. There's not just fasting. There's also feasting. God is not just in the solemn occasions. God is also in the celebration. Let me just tell you something. If you invite me to your wedding, your pastor is going to get on the dance floor. I'm just telling you, I'm going to come and celebrate because I believe God is in the celebration. So you got to rejoice. Come on, it's the Christmas season. Play some Christmas music. Eat some good food. Pop open some bubbly. Our king is born. Our king is born and you got to celebrate. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10 says this, Do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Now growing up in church back in the day, we used to sing this really cheesy song. And it went like this. The joy of the Lord is my strength. 
The joy of the Lord is my strength. And if you sang that, I know some of y'all are like, I'm Catholic. We didn't sing that one. I know, I get it. Maybe it was a Pentecostal thing. Kind of a cheesy song. But then we got to this one really funny line in the song, and we actually sang this. If you want joy, you must laugh for it. <laughs> like literally, then the whole church started laughing. I don't know what the guests thought when they came in the first time visitors. They probably thought we were all like on drugs. But we literally would start laughing. Now, I know it sounds really cheesy, but there's a point here. If you want joy, you got to do something about it. You got to laugh for it. Sometimes you have to choose joy. You got to stir up joy in your life. You got to invite it into your life. Do you know sometimes when I'm feeling down, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I just got to put some good music on and I got to find a way to celebrate. Church, I'm telling you, it's downright spiritual and it'll help you embrace some joy because God is in the celebration. And then here's the final point, number four, talking about how we can experience joy, not just happiness, not just something that's attached to our circumstances, but the true spiritual gift of joy. Number four, let joy impact your perspective. Let it get into your perspective, into the way you're seeing life and its challenges and its problems. The psalmist said this in Psalm 30 verse 5, weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. Let joy impact your perspective. Can I just encourage somebody today who's going through a difficult time, who's feeling a little bit overwhelmed? Better days are coming. Weeping may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. You don't have to let your circumstances determine your total reality. I get it, but Pastor Jeremy, do you know what's going on in the world right now? Pastor Jeremy, are you paying attention to the news? COVID is on the rise. The governor wants me to wear a mask. I'm tired of wearing a mask. How am I supposed to meet somebody special if I'm wearing a mask? We can't even see each other. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I know all of that stuff. I know all of that stuff, but I truly believe that you can experience joy deep down in your heart, a deep abiding sense of joy that comes from the Lord that's not not tied to your circumstances, that's not tied to your feelings, but it's rooted in the character of a good and loving God. Come on, church, do we really believe that he's the God who's able to work all things together for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose? Come on, he's got you. His hand is upon your life. And even if you're not feeling like it, you can still embrace joy. And let me tell you something, the joy of the Lord will become your strength. And so can I just encourage you over these next 12 days of Christmas, because we're still celebrating, to embrace joy, to choose joy as we come into this new year. In just a few days, I want to wish you a happy and blessed new year filled with the joy of the Lord. Come on, let's pray together. Father, we thank you for this wonderful time of year. We thank you for, for good news that brings great joy to all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. We thank you. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her King. Father, we thank you that we have a joy that comes from you, and it's rooted in who you are, and we can experience deep down in our hearts your joy. And may the joy of the Lord be our strength. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you'd like to connect with us or learn more about our church, please visit us online at redemptioncommunitychurch.org. We hope you can listen or join us next week.